Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with A Word in Edgewise. Today is the 18th of April, the 108th day of 2022, with 257 days ahead of us until we reach 2023. Today in 1506, the cornerstone of the current St. Peter's Basilica was laid in the Vatican by Pope Julius II. Today in 1521, at the Diet of Worms, Martin Luther was questioned by Cardinal Alexander. Today in 1775, Paul Revere and William Dawes rode from Charleston to Lexington warning, The regulars are coming! The regulars are coming! Today in 1906, a San Francisco earthquake and fire killed nearly 4,000 people while destroying 75% of the city. Today in 1946, Jackie Robinson debuted as second baseman for the Montreal Royals. And today, in 1958, a United States federal court ruled that poet Ezra Pound was to be released from St. Elizabeth's Insane Asylum. Many writers of Pound's generation, Williams, Eliot, Hemingway, Dos Passos, Frost, Cummings, and others, had been instrumental initially at the end of World War II in helping Ezra Pound escape the hangman's noose for charges of treason and then had been successful in persuading federal authorities that he could be released into the custody of his daughter. And the New Englander Cummings has a few appropriate lines for us of late, especially given April's rain these past couple of weeks, contributing to an old-fashioned mud season, so that in just spring, when the world is mud-luscious, the goat-footed balloon man whistles far and wee. Heavenward, April's full moon, known variously as the pink moon, the sprouting grass moon, the egg moon, and the fish moon, graced our skies over the weekend, glowing to the lower left of the bright star Spica. And today and tomorrow, the waning gibbous moon will be keeping company with the bright reddish star Antares from the constellation Scorpius the Scorpion. Then, beginning midweek in the western sky, about 40 minutes after sunset, the planet Mercury will climb ever closer to the Pleiades star cluster, followed late in the week by the Lyrid meteor shower, with 10 to 15 Lyrids per hour around midnight. And down below on our beautiful planet Earth this coming Friday, many of us will be celebrating Earth Day 22, for which the website earthday.org says, Now is the time for the unstoppable courage to preserve and protect our health, our families, and our livelihoods. We need to act boldly, innovate broadly, and implement equitably. Grand aims indeed, though preserving and protecting our livelihoods presents myriad dilemmas, as many of our livelihoods, the manner in which we often go about making our livings at the expense of the environment, are at odds with the healing of the planet. On other fronts, notable this past week has been the increasing prevalence of the BA2 variant of the COVID strain Omicron in wastewater sampling of various Maine communities. In the classes we teach at the University of Maine in Orono, my girlfriend and I are during any given week this semester uh, having at least one student in each class test positive for COVID. Accordingly, mask mandates have remained in place for class meetings, though outside of classrooms, many students are not masking. 
Meanwhile, the count of COVID continues elsewhere. Here in the United States at the moment, we have 81 million cumulative cases of COVID since the first reported cases on January 21st, 2020. Dividing that number by the total cases worldwide of about 503 million, we find that we in the U.S. now have roughly 16% of the world's cases of COVID, while we are only 4% of the world's population. 16%, however, is an improvement over the 17% of last month and the 20% of the world's cases we had in the U.S. during February. Elsewhere, in a somewhat distant second place to the U.S. stats, India has 44 million cases. In third place globally is Brazil with 31 million cases. Fourth place this past week again goes to France, owing to its significant recent spike in cases, so that its total since the beginning of the pandemic is now 28 million. In a relatively close fifth place is Germany with 24 million cases. Right behind with 22 million cases in sixth place is the U.K. And seventh place goes to Russia with 18 million cases cumulatively since the beginning of the pandemic about 28 months ago. On the fatal front, worldwide deaths due to COVID are now at 6.2 million, while COVID deaths here in the United States are now at 989,000, up at least 4,000 since last week. Not a huge number. For some folks, only an average of 571 of our citizens dying per day from the virus. Not a big number, unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. In other words, assuming a steady state of increase as evidenced thus far, by this time next month, the United States will be at 1 million deaths due to COVID and continue to be the world leader in that horrific toll. On the bright side of this statistical teeter-totter, though we continue to lead the world in COVID deaths, our weekly totals here in the U.S. have been steadily decreasing by more than 30% since February. Worldwide, more than 11.2 billion doses of vaccine have been administered. Today, near Kinsman, Ohio, in 1857, Clarence Darrow was born. Fast forward through the next two decades of his life, and by 1878, at the age of 21, with just a year of law school, he passed the Ohio bar exam, moved to Chicago, and became a junior law partner of John Peter Altgelt, who would become the governor of Illinois. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us that Clarence Darrow first snagged headlines when he defended the Haymarket Riot bombers in 1887. Darrow's first boss, Altgelt helped Clarence become a counsel for the city of Chicago and then an attorney for the Chicago and Northwestern Railway, though Darrow abruptly left the railroad to defend Eugene V. Debs, president of the American Railway Union, during the Pullman strike of 1894. Subsequently, Darrow went on to defend clients in numerous high-profile cases, including the Leopold and Leib thrill killing and the Scopes monkey trial. Darrow was known for his acerbic character, saying, The first half of our lives is ruined by our parents, and the second half by our children. The famed attorney also observed, The trouble with law is lawyers. 
Today is also the birthday in 1480 of Italian nobleman Lucrezia Borgia, in 1922 of American actress Barbara Hale, in 1946 of English actress Haley Mills, and of Major League Baseball pitcher Catfish Hunter, in 1947 of American actor James Woods, in 1953 of Canadian actor Rick Moranis, in 1956 of American actor Eric Roberts, in 1963 of American TV host Conan O'Brien, and in 1960. 67 of American actress Maria Bello. For more on Omain, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the fifth week of spring and best wishes for Earth Day 2022 on Friday. <laughs>